When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready to sip on some very hot tea. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? How you feeling? You good? Pretty good. Today is the day before Thanksgiving, which I love. You guys hate the Bahambug too. No, Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday because there's no pressure of buying gifts and I get to eat all the food I want. Please welcome (laughs) Funky Dineva. What's up, Q? What's going on? And soulmates, I'm here to let y'all know, Claudia, she gained two points with us two nights ago when she knew (laughs) what type of smoked meat goes in collard greens. But just (laughs) like I thought, she lost her black card that Absolutely quick. not. Before the before we came on, we were talking about our fried turkeys and turkeys. And Claudia was saying, check this out, soulmates. She loved turkey the next day after. She loved making turkey sandwiches okay. using what? Miracle Whip. Can y'all oh, oh absolutely. Yes. Thank that's you. The best, Al. That's, that's the best spread to make your turkey He's sandwich. Al, he thinks oh help me, help Black me people do not eat Miracle Whip. Baby. Black people do eat, yes. eat No, baby. Black I people don't eat trust, Miracle Whip. It's, I don't it's, it's trust much nobody sweeter. It's much not. You're wrong on this one. You're wrong on this Thank one. Thank you, Al. You <laughs> First of all, Al, fuck, you, you will not know. black shame Al and I and think you're hey, so kind of you blacker than us and have more black credibility because of this Hellman's miracle thing. Because first of all, I never even you say you can cook. I don't even see you cook. I don't even see you in your kitchen. You be in your bed with the lizards, and that's it. I don't even know you cook. <laughs> what you talk about? I can cook very. I can't well. believe you don't like miracle. I Whip. know. Do you no, use it at all? No, soulmates, please drop down in the comments and let us know if it's mayonnaise over Miracle Whip. Nobody. It's tangy. It's sweet. It's sweet. It's, it's sweet. They, Al, I'm so glad to hear this because before you got on, they was trying to read me about this. Him and Joyce was trying to gang up on me about this Miracle Whip Hellman thing. And I don't know people that like regular mayonnaise. I think white I don't people know. Most people mayonnaise. don't like regular Hellman's. I mean, regular Hellman's unless it's on their burger or whatever from the store, right? But Q, all you got to do is look at the sales. The sales of Miracle Whip tops that of the sales of Hellman's. You better give them them stats, Al. <laughs> white people like Honey Boo Boo go by it. Oh my God, Miracle Whip people, we are just... known. We like sweet things. We put sugar in our spaghetti sauce and all kinds of things. I'm so surprised, Funky. You know, we're going to see what the soulmates have to say. We, let's take a poll, and by the end of the show, we can maybe... Well, you know they're going to like Hellman's now, Claudia. I think exactly. We're we fighting the wrong fight right now. I think they're going to be liking Hellman's. And look, let me... And while we do that on break, I'm going to look at the sales of which one outsells who. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to... We, soulmates, chime in. Are you Team Hellman's or are you Team Miracle Whip? All right, y'all, are y'all drinking today? It's the day before Thanksgiving. What are we doing? We drinking. I, I'm not. I'm drinking water because we already know how the rest of the week goes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, uh, somebody's house tomorrow. We ain't got nothing to do Black Friday. Ain't got nothing to do the weekend. It's going to be cocktails all weekend. So I'm giving my liver a little break with some water. Oh, okay. Al. So I'm doing, I'm not, I'm not doing my buttery Chardonnay today because Claudia and her Uka activities has given me some type of throat infection over here. Claudia <laughs> <laughs> had me had me doing hookah the whole time in Texas. So no, I'm just having hot tea. I don't know what's going on though. Once again, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with this upper little respiratory thing. But it didn't start until after I did the hookah with Claudia. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure it out. So no alcohol right now. So we got our own hookah because the people we were smoking with, they said they don't share hookahs because one of the people right. that was with us actually got sick from a hookah. Right. And I actually do feel under the weather after hookah sometimes because it's really not good for us. It, I mean, it is, and we do it socially, but you're right. 
But I'm not sick, Al, so hopefully. <laughs> I know. Right? Oh. All right. Are y'all ready for Thanksgiving? Y'all ready? Yeah. It's about as ready as I'm going to be. I'm going to a friend's house. I have a friend who uh, has two boys. My friend Kia. Shouts out to Kia Graves. She's going to be cooking. She normally houses all the single people. We normally all go over to her house. But this year, uh, all of my friends are just all over the place. So as of now, it's just going to be me, her, and her two boys. Okay. Uh, so I guess, Claudia, you knew this about L.A. I did not. This is my first Thanksgiving in L.A. And it's so funny. It, it's almost like they come together. The L.A. singles or people who don't go back to their families come together mm -hmm. and they all reach out. So mm -hmm. I had about four or five people to reach out to tell me, hey, I'm having a Friendsgiving. You're more than welcome. So I'm going to be doing a Friendsgiving. I'm going to try to do two stops on tomorrow because, you know, usually I'm with my family this time and I'm, I'm hoping that this will be a great substitute to being that I'm all the way on the West Coast now. That's one thing about L.A. There are a lot of people that are away from their families and they do do that a lot. Um, this is my first year, I think. One of the first years I'm not going home. You, Thanksgiving is not the same anymore ever since my grandma passed a few years ago because she was like the, the, of course, the matriarch of the family, the center. And I really would go home to see her and my mom. So um, this year I'm having my mom flown out. She's going to be joining me um, later on tonight. And it's just going to be us, just a small, just us two. And I know she needs that one on one time because she's getting older and I think I need to start doing that more with my mom, like go on vacations with her and all that. Because all her family's in Italy. She's by herself in America besides me and my brother. So you know? wait, this is the first time she's seen the house and the improvements? She, she came here when I first got it, but she hasn't seen all since it's been painted and some of the other oh, things. And I was right. hoping that big door I was telling y'all about would be here by then. But I think it gets here the week after she leaves. So. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. But all right. All right. I, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving and my turkey sandwiches with my miracle whip. Happy <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, let's get into these stories. All right, we all know Thanksgiving marks the beginning of the holiday shopping season and all the Black Friday deals. This year, the National Retail Federation reported that in-store shopping on Black Friday um, is no longer as popular as it used to be. In their study, they found that 58% of shoppers prefer online shopping and 43% start their holiday shopping before November. Are you guys into shopping on Black Friday? And when do you start shopping for your holidays? Q, let's go to you first. Um, I've never been into Black Friday shopping. I never understood it. The only thing that you ever see people on the news. I always be wondering what the hell happened to the TV that you stood outside of Best Buy for at three o'clock in the morning last year. What happened to that TV? It's always like TVs, Keurigs. Uh, it's the same things every year. And I don't know why we as Americans allow these companies to trick us because they are quiet as it's kept. And then to go out there and have to be in all that stress and all that traffic and fussing and fighting with people over a TV that you don't need, it just doesn't make sense to me. Now, Claudia, you know, they were saying in-store shopping is falling. I don't think people... Americans, we don't even shop in malls anymore the way we used to. There's a very good documentary on Netflix. I forgot the name of it, but it speaks about the fall and the decline of shopping malls and shopping mall culture. Because going to the mall used to be a, a cultural event. Mm -hmm. I remember even when you didn't have money, you would just go to the mall and walk around. People don't go to the mall anymore. And when you do, it's for something very specific. You go to the store you need. And you walk out. I think online shopping has taken over. And in addition to that, I just think as Americans, a large part of us now have become so privileged um, that shopping is not a big deal after Thanksgiving. I was talking to production earlier. They were asking me, am I a Black Friday shopper? And I'm like, no, because I kind of buy whatever I want throughout the year. So it's just not that big a deal for someone like me. I do hate that the mall experience is gone. I think that was a good part of our, our upbringing. Like you would go and see people. That's like a place you can go tell your mom, I'm going to the mall, my friend, but really you're going to go see boys or whatever, <laughs> or meet people. 
And I feel like the more advanced we get in technology, the less social interaction we're having and the weirder people are becoming because yeah. kids, the people nowadays want to look down their phone. There's no interaction. Al, what do you think about this phenomenon? Do you like the shopping in the mall or do you like the online shopping? Absolutely. I love, I love, you know, I'm from a small town. So anytime you get a chance to kind of go out and get in the fray and you just get to see people, Black Friday to me puts me into the Christmas spirit. It's the one day that kind of motivates me. You see people out in the streets you see congestion and traffic you see no parking spots you see all of the christmas um decorations are up that really that really just brings a warmness over me because you guys know i love christmas i love the holidays you two do not and i'm going to go with what the national federation of shoppers said where they said 72 percent of customers will shop on black friday whether it's online or in person and look we are expecting this year to do over $670 billion in sales on Black Friday, which is close to the first time in history, a trillion dollars. So I don't want to buy Haba Hug uh, Black Friday. I enjoy it. I love standing in the long lines for once in my lifetime because I don't like lines because I actually get to see people, especially when I go home to Horse Pastor, Virginia, you go to the Walmart, you get to see people that have moved away you haven't seen in 5, 10, 15 years. You catch up while you're in line. You laugh and you talk about old times. You invite each other over to each other's house to have drinks and um, libations. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I love it. It puts me in the mood and I, and I, and I can't get enough of it. I'm sorry if I'm in East Providence, Rhode Island. I see some people I came up with in high school at the Walmart. I'm not inviting them all. I love it. I love the missing teeth. I love the bald heads. I love the seeing of their kids, their grandkids. I love catching up on like the local town gossip, church gossip, who's been what and doing who and what. I love all that stuff. You it's, said you love the missing teeth? Yeah, because you know, we all have classmates with missing teeth now. Don't act like you don't have classmates with missing teeth. Well, you can just go to Foxy Brown's page if you want to see that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not today. Ooh. The shade. Mm. <laughs> he the like, shade. He be smiling mad hard. Like she don't know it's there. Okay, anyways. Foxy Brown people, I ain't got nothing to do with this. When Foxy Brown make a rap, please lay out Claudia. Do not, if Foxy Brown, I like you. I oh, like please. She didn't even hear me. She didn't even hear me. Oh, my Lord. She did not even hear me. She's not even hearing. And the way you went in on my girl the other night, what are you talking about? I don't know her. <laughs> you know Q. Can the Q deny you like Peter denied Christ? <laughs> All right. Hey, Foxy. All right. Cardi B and Patti LaBelle announced their latest collaboration just in time for Thanksgiving. The two superstars came together to launch a campaign for Whip Shots and Patty's Good Life brand. Patty's pies with Cardi B's vodka-infused whipped cream are said to be the perfect treat this Thanksgiving. I think this is a great idea. I love those two together. Will you guys be trying the new Patty and Cardi B uh, collab dessert out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, like you said, this is such this is such a cool juxtaposition between generations, um, between artists, between rapper and soulstress. I, I just like everything about it. Patty is an icon. Obviously, Cardi B's becoming an icon. And lastly, I just love seeing black females winning in the hospitality space and in their business enterprise space. We know Patty's brand grossed over $200 million last year. And we know that since August, Cardi's brand has come forward and said that woman has sold three million cans <clears throat> and it's at $16 a can, which is $48 million. What a home run for both of these lovely ladies. And I wish them all the best. All right, Q. I don't like it. Why not? I don't, I don't like it one bit. Um, of course, I think it's smart. I think, you know, it'll it'll create, it'll send a whole bunch of fans Patty's way. I don't know if Patty's people are going to necessarily mm -hmm. go Cardi's way. Um, I just don't like it because I feel like if I stood in front of Cardi B right now and said, I must have rehearsed my lines, she wouldn't know the next part. I just, a thousand times. And see, you even know it, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you even know it. <laughs> I just feel like Cardi, I, I honestly, and I may be wrong. I don't know that lady. I just feel like Cardi B don't know a damn thing about no damn Patty LaBelle. And it just, I, I don't know. It, 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 
I just would have felt better had it been Jasmine Sullivan or somebody who really understood being in the presence of who they were in the presence of. I don't know. And maybe it's just me being a hater right now. I don't know. But I eh, this just made me a little uncomfortable. I think it's cute. Uh, kind of like, okay, you remember when Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart got together? Everybody was like, what the hell? But then come to find out, it ended up being like a good pairing. I think it's cute. I hear what you're saying about the legend that Patti LaBelle is. But we, you know what? Sometimes Cardi B be surprising us. Yeah. Maybe she do know. Maybe she could do a karaoke song of of uh, a Patty. I will say what's really funny though, Carl. Patty did an interview. I forgot who it was, and she was speaking about her experience with Cardi, and she was like, "Yeah, and her little sister Chardonnay." Oh yeah, she came over, and then you know, and then uh, Hennessy came back and was like, "You know, Patty Labelle said it's Chardonnay, then it's Chardonnay." Uh, you know, I, 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 yeah, you know, it's well, cute. Come on, Funky, come around. Come on, you being the bar humbug. Yeah, right I know now. I'm a Grinch. <laughs> Clearly. Well, maybe maybe <coughs> you get some Thanksgiving love. Okay. Well, coming up next, we're checking out the swamps of Florida and later find out which politician was spending time on OnlyFans, all of them. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF Soulmates in the chat. Go ahead and put some turkeys up. If you are thankful for Al, Funky, myself, and TGIF, how we brighten up your life, go ahead and throw some turkeys in the chat. All right, cool. All right, whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. That's why we're giving you the 411 in What the Florida. The son of wrestler Hulk Hogan, Nick Hogan, was arrested for DUI this past weekend. Nick was booked on suspicion of driving under the influence after he allegedly refused to take a sobriety test. Now, back in 20, 2007, Nick was involved in a car accident that severely injured Marine John Graziano. Now, Nick served eight months behind bars for that accident. Funky, what do you have to say about Nick Hogan? Nick Hogan, you need to stay away from whatever drugs and alcohol you own, because for you to be in your 30s, bitch, you look like the body. I did not know that people can morph later in age. If you would have given me this photo, independent of this story, I would not have known that that was Nick Hogan. Production, can you put up the younger picture of him? He used to be kind of, you know. Wow, yeah, wow. This does not look like the same uh-uh. I don't know what in the Harry Potter hell going on right here. Um, but nevertheless, I can't defend this. You know, I already damn near killed one person. You shouldn't even be damn driving. You know what it was, Claudia? Mm -hmm. He probably didn't get no DUI. He probably was coming out of his cocoon while driving. And that's, you know, like the, 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 the caterpillar turning to the butterfly. He was coming out of his cocoon while he was driving. And that's why he ended up getting pulled over because he couldn't see what he was doing. It's giving, uh, were you under the influence of alcohol or meth or heroin? Because like mm. only drugs can age you like that. Like I know alcohol can age you, but he looks dusty. He looks like a different person. Al, what do you think? I find this story so sad. You know, I used to hang out with this family, and they used to be so much fun. Claudia, I think you hung out with a sister before, right? Remember, she used I to knew be a guy that she used to mess with. Uh, yeah, she, down she, in Florida. that family used to be so cool. And then, you know, they say he, Hulk, they say Hulk Hogan is, you know, remind you of a black man, if you know what I mean. But anyway, um, I, this is just sad to me. Um, I really hope he gets the help that he needs because obviously after almost killing someone once before and then getting caught before he has a chance to hurt somebody else is a good thing, but it's a bad thing as it relates to him not dealing with the real issues are. So let's put a prayer up for for uh, Nick during Thanksgiving. And wow, only getting eight months uh, sentence. Mm. He, he lucky. Damn near killer for damn near killing somebody. Right. Had it been one mm. of us, we'd still be in the wood. Jay, now, tell me, tell me again. In this particular story, this isn't the story that he almost killed somebody. He has a hit. He has a prior. No, no, we're saying before. You know, before, he all right. right he okay. served eight months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he served eight months. Yeah. All right. A Florida man was arrested for robbing a Dollar General store twice in two days. <laughs> Dollar General, sir. I mean, all right. Thirty-one-year-old Matthew Prince Pringle. I'm sorry. Allegedly was able to get away after the first robbery before the police showed up. 
But the very next day, Matthew returned to rob the same store again. He could have used Funky's advice right there. Now, according to the police, Matthew said that he was hearing voices that were directing him to conduct the robberies. Funky, I know you always say hit the lick once. I mean, is robbing a Dollar General once a lick? <laughs> see, no, see, I, with this right here, if I was his <laughs> representation, I would move to combine the two days because the price point at Dollar General is so cheap. That you know what I'm saying, you have to combine it to make it one crime. <laughs> you have because I mean, what, what did he get the first time? Nothing. A roll of quarters, a mug, a ruler, some Windex that don't really work. You know what I'm saying? Like a yo-yo. You know what I'm saying? And so what happened was, them voices ain't tell him to steal. Them voices cussed his ass out when he got home for that, and he had to go bite. He had to go bite to make the voices whole. Oh, look at his little shirt, how it's ripped on the on the side. Can you production put that picture back up? See how it's on the on the shoulder? Oh, see that on the right hand side? You know oh, what, Claudia. We know he wasn't stealing undershirts. I feel bad for him, Al. Well, this is the one, Claudia, I would say you would have to think about whether he was on some type of drug or something, because only drugs would say, oh, it makes perfect sense. Let me go back to the store I robbed yesterday to see if they got more money in the register today. To me, that screams drugs. I don't know what else you can blame that on. Oh, bless his heart, like they say in the South. All right. In more wild Florida news, a man was arrested for allegedly pooping on a dead possum in the middle of rush hour traffic. 45-year-old Rudy Wilcox was allegedly seen doing his business in the middle of the street in full view of the, the drivers and the police. When Rudy was arrested, he fully denied his actions and said the officers who witnessed his crime doesn't see straight. Funky. I don't like possums. They creep me out. They're creepy. But I hear they do a lot of good for the environment as far as like the bugs that they kill. They kill spiders, I think, or scorpions or whatever. What is going on in the streets of Florida where that man shat on a possum's back in front of people? <laughs> well, see, all this is Rob DeSantis' fault. It's Rob DeSantis' fault because he did not put enough money into the mental health situation going on down here in Florida. Florida is becoming Okay, faster than anybody can keep up with. And I can't believe that I'm about to say this, but this man needs to be set free and he needs to be put in it. Uh uh. Look at him. Like, no. That's he, definitely meth. Uh, pick, he's picking yeah, up. definitely. He needs, he needs to be put well, in a psych He board. needs to be set free, right, and put in. in no, who doodle on a possum? I mean, I, I, I don't even want to get into the logistics of what did he wipe his ass with or whatever the case may be, but this is bona fide crazy. And real talk, we shouldn't be punishing people who are crazy. We should be getting them help. Was it, the possum was dead or was it alive? It was allegedly dead, but see, that's the funny part because, you know, possums fake death. What if that possum really was not dead? And you know, possums are really aggressive too. They will bite you. They could have bit his balls off. That would have been perfect karma, I think. That's so disrespectful. What if the possum was asleep, minding its own possum business in Florida, and some meth addict comes and squats over him and shat on his stomach? You mean it's back? Yeah, that was that's back. That was on his back. What if the possum <laughs> like it? I don't know. <laughs> I might be into that play. Oh, Claudia, guess what? So what? Q is right. Helmers is no number one by far, the number one condiment, best-selling condiment in the country to the tune of $401 million. Okay, and that helps our I, I, argument I, 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 out. Shut, shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> no, I will not say that. Go to break. No, no, no. That's all it is. No, no, no. That's all it is. Miracle Whip is from Crafts, and it does come into a distant fourth at a close to $200 million. So. You know why? Because white people outnumber us 85% to 14, 50%, and they like helmets, and black yes. people know the best kept secret. All right, now that makes watch, perfect sense. Now, watch me fix her ass. Al, on the next break, look up Duke's mayonnaise, and I can assure you that Duke's, because I know only black people mess with Duke's. Okay, so that's the one we need to look up? Yeah, look up Duke's. Okay, Duke's well, I'll sell Duke. Miracle Whip. Who don't nobody that's black like this? Eat no damn miracle Speak whip. for your small you. circle of friends. I'm international <laughs> What is Duke's Q? I don't even know what Duke's is. What is Duke's? Duke's? Duke? It's, it's Hellman. I've never heard of it. Hellman's and Duke. Who makes it? Duke. Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Duke, <damn. laughs>
All right, in the chat, if you've heard of Dukes, put some thumbs up. And if you if you still rocking with Hellman's, I mean, with a Miracle Whip, uh, put some prayer hands or something. I don't know. All right, coming up next, a Republican politician is under investigation. Shocking. And later find out who was throwing jacuzzi orgies. Lord, not another orgy. Don't tell me Diddy's involved. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Ooh. Welcome back to TGIF. The debate continues on the show. Hold on. That's right. I found out about Dukes. Okay, (laughs) here we go. The Duke numbers. Duke is number 14 with sales at $37.38 million a year. So way down on the list, Q. Sorry. Listen, Helm is up there high enough to make up for, but Helm is in Dukes is the two white creams that black people use on their food point. Oh black- Don't nobody eat no damn miracle. That is such a lie. I bet you I got so much support in the chat, but I'm too busy focusing on this next story to even look over there. But right now, Republican Representative George Santos, he is a hot mess, is seemingly about to get expelled from Congress for his dirty politics. Oh, look at that. Santos has been feeling the heat ever since the U.S. House Committee on Ethics began investigating his misuse of political funds. According to the investigation, Santos allegedly used the money for personal use like shopping at Hermes and making purchases on, you guessed it, mm-hmm. OnlyFans. What are your thoughts on George Santos? Who wants to go first on this one? Me. <clears throat> These people make good money. Like, it's not that hard to not co-mingle your job money, a.k.a. the taxpayer dollars, for your perversions. First of all, this the same bitch that was in drag and trying to act like he wasn't. To me. Yep. Shaped like a damn Teletubby. It ain't nothing in Hermes that can even fit his round ass except a damn bracelet. And a keychain. And not to mention, I would be curious to know what he was looking at on the OnlyFans, because it damn sure wasn't women. I'm sure it was a bunch of men. And he's sitting up there with Marjorie Taylor Green, Gary Busey looking ass, and got the nerve to want to be all anti-gay and anti-other stuff. I don't like none of them. I don't like none of them. And the January 6th people should have got them. <laughs> <laughs> Al, <laughs> the whole situation didn't make sense to me because not only did he use it to shop at Hermes Q, he also used it to to get Botox. We know that he used people's credit cards and their credit, you know, their identity to go to Atlantic City as well as to the Hamptons. I am really confused. Also, as isn't he he would be considered the first LGBTQ plus. Right? Non-incumbent Republican elected to Congress. Not according to him. Well, yeah, I think there's some... Uh, you know what I like about him and the Republicans? They, when when the, the claims about him first coming out, about all his lies, they all had his back. They weren't trying to hear right. him about... They don't want to lose. They actually got a Republican representative in very blue New York, right? So they're like, we're going to hold on to this. All kinds of lies came out about this guy. You know what he said? He said he was Jewish. Right? right. And then under later being questioned, he says, no, I'm Jew. Ish. Like black ish. Like he is such a liar. He lies about everything. And my thing is this. If you want to use some of the money for cosmetic procedures and look, make yourself look, look better. Might I remind you, Ozempic was $800 a, a, a vial. You should have used that because can production, can you put that jacket up? And yes, I'm fat shaming him specifically oh the other one with the tight ass jacket the the, the vest that's uh, super tight <laughs> hot ass mess you don't what's is that water in that bottle or is it vodka he, i can't stand him because he lied about everything and got into congress and then was like oh well and his arrogance is what really annoyed the hell out of me and he looks like a pedophile and i know that sounds ignorant what does a pedophile look like i really, him. but that's giving me pedophile all in my spirit i wouldn't be surprised he lied about everything else all right. In other news, a school in a district in Pennsylvania settled a discrimination lawsuit with mm-hmm. a satanic temple. According to the settlement, students will now be allowed to participate in an after-school Satan club. 
The lawsuit claimed the Satanic Temple's rights to free speech was violated when the school district refused the Satan Club, but allowed student clubs for other religious groups. America. Do you think a Satan club should be allowed in schools? Let's go to you first, Al. You 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 teach. What do you think? About uh, so you know, I think what the problem here is the play on the name of the club. It's called the Satan Club. However, that's not what it actually is. The actual mission, if you go onto their website, is to encourage benevolence and empathy and oppose injustice. They declare that they have publicly confronted hate groups fought for abolishing of corporal punishment in public schools, as well as giving women the rights to have control over their bodies. So I think it's the name Satan Club that kind of threw everyone into a frenzy. But if you go to their website, their actual mission is that the opposite of the word Satan. I think they're full of chats because why would you name a benevolent group, the Satan Club, knowing most people just read the headlines, knowing the outrage is going to cause, knowing most people in this microwave society are not going to go look it up. They're going to hear Satan right. Club. And it's like, and then be mad at us for being mad at them and being like, gaha, I got you. Like, what were you trying to prove with the name Satan Club? Funky, what do you think about this? I, 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 here's the funny thing. I 100% agree with everything you're saying, Claudia. Like this, this was named this for attention mm -hmm. to purposely be a disruption and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. However, y'all know I stand on this platform all the time and I preach about how one person's religion is not better than the others. And you can't tell people how to practice and what to practice. And while let's just say if this truly was a satanic club, while I don't agree with it, while I don't like it, while I don't understand it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have the right to exist, unfortunately. And just as long as they aren't hurting anybody, um, they have the right to be there, just like the Bible club has the right to be there, just like, you know, the Jewish club has the right to be there. Again, it makes us uncomfortable, but they have the right to be there. <clears throat> I, I agree with like being very having a wide scope when it comes to freedom of speech, but then I'm also kind of torn on some things because then it's like, what do we say to Nazi groups? What do we say to white supremacist groups? What do we say to the KKK? And then it becomes a slippery slope, right? And then I don't know. I, I they tried it with this name because it, they did. And you would think that there, when I was in school, I'm sure it's still the same. When you, whenever you get a new club, you have to have a, an advisor, a, an adult advisor, to sign off on the club or be over it. You would think that the advisor would have advised them. Right. right. All right. Well, here we go. Switching gears. Rapper Plies had this to say about people who can't take criticism. He tweeted, people telling the truth about you is not hating on you. How do you tell the difference between constructive criticism and hating? Alice, go to you first. I think it kind of starts with the person who is giving it to you, I think. I think so. For me, I can take constructive criticism from my family. I can take constructive criticism from coworkers that I trust. I can take it from people who I've developed some type of relationship with that I give them the right to criticize me or not the right. You know what I'm saying? Give them the, license. the license to criticize me. Now, other people who are just criticizing just to be criticizing those those I'm thinking you're hating because if you're just out here criticizing someone because you don't like what they wear or you don't like something that they said or or you don't like their opinion about something. So then you're trying to like just down them across the board that I don't think is cool. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, whether from friends or foes, getting a critique is difficult for all of us, especially if you are a person of excellence who want to perform at the highest level all the time, getting that critique you know, is is something that you got to swallow and you got to take in and you got to take that medicine and make it into something great. All right. Q, what do you think? So, you know, there's an old adage that says truth without compassion is brutality. Right. And for me, I'm all about intentions. All right. Let's just say, Claudia, you own a restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's nasty. The food is just nasty. That's hating. Miracle that, whip. that is hating versus you know, Claudia, you know, I, I went to your restaurant. I'll give your mashed potatoes a five out of 10. I think you used a little too much butter and a little too much chives. 
that's constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? It's all about intention. If your intention is to make the person better, help them, heal them, make them whole, then I'm all for it. But if you're just spewing negativity for the sake of hurting their feelings or, 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 or it has no purpose or to make yourself feel better, that's hating. I agree. And um, I, I'll admit, I, I and y'all can probably tell from my reaction to certain things, I hate being criticized and I hate being told what to do. And that's something I try to work on. I have a long way to go with that because a lot of times I feel like if you're not coming from a safe place or you just do need to be mean or embarrass me or say it publicly, then I'm, a, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. And if I respect you, I'm really going to listen to what you have to say. And if I don't respect you, I'm going to be like, do think there's a way i think tone and intention has a lot to do with it and you can say things about someone that hurt but like it's how you deliver like you both said it's all in the delivery and that's the problem with the comments on most social media sites people aren't really saying stuff to um help the person that they're posted that's posted they're right. doing it to have some camaraderie with the fellow haters in the comments so they can like kind of you know, kind right, of ping right. off each other and have fun with it. Yes, we've all done little things like that before. And sometimes it's fun. But at the end of the day, with so much negativity going on, like try to make, if you care about the person, try to say in a way that helps them or not in public to embarrass them. I think right. that is a big deal about it. Like, you know, hey, let me talk to you for a second about this. All right. Wait, they're going to be in the comments saying, which y'all hate on people. No, what we are delivering here at TJF is constructive criticism of your action. <laughs> With love, unless we hate you. All right, coming up, coming up. Keep it locked because uh, final who's being accused of a prison sex scandal. And later we're playing a fun game to bring in the Thanksgiving spirit. Stick around. Welcome back to TGIF Funky. You got to say something real quick, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, guys, in, in a previous segment, we were talking about George Santos, and I was saying that he looked like a pedophile. Obviously, I was joking and shooting off at the mouth. Just, just want to make it clear, there has not been any allegations whatsoever surrounding him being a pedophile. In my opinion, he just looked like them characters on Law and Order SVU, and that's why I called him one. But I just wanted to make that clear before we went on to the next thing. Yeah, that hasn't come out against him yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shade. You don't know with him. So, but, but as of now, George Santos is not a pedophile. Mm -hmm. He is a liar and horrible at drag. All right, get into this tea from overseas. Ten prison guards in Belgium were accused of organizing jacuzzi orgies and having sex parties with the, each other and inmates during their shifts. Wow. According to a Belgium news outlet, one guard allegedly demanded sex from colleagues in order to do her job. What do you think about the freaky Belgian prison guards, Al Reynolds? You know I'm going to you <laughs> first. Why me first? Um, <laughs> I, I just need to know why does a prison have a jacuzzi? Like, and how big is that jacuzzi? It was it's funny because rehabilitation. It's for rehabilitation. Okay, because it's funny. We found out it was ten agents. Three of them were women, and seven were men. And it was those that they would have the orgy with. And because this was a men and women's prison, the men, because there was only three women, would invite other women from the prison into the orgy combination so that it would be even. Now, the funny part about that female guard, the, I'm gonna call her a nymphomaniac, was that she made the, in her, her coworkers, the guys have sex with her before her shift because she said if, she, if you didn't have sex before her shift, she wouldn't be able to do her job, which would be to have their back. Hmm, funky Eva. what do you think about this? Is this a good time or is this just a nightmare? What do you think? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I kind of like it. <laughs> oh, I felt something. I felt you want to see it? Y'all want to see it too? It, 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 it giving me raunchy romance novel out of like the grocery store. It 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 definitely has all the trappings of a hot love scene. Okay, now in real life, for real, for real, this is one hundred percent wrong. And I'm 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 curious to know. If that many guards at one time are in one area participating in this, who the hell is watching the damn prison? Good the point. prisoners are just running a damn muck if you've got five to ten officers located in one spot. 
Uh, they all need to be fired, and this is why we can't have nice things. I'm pretty sure the jacuzzi, I'm not sure, but maybe the jacuzzi was placed in the prison for physical therapy for people who, you know, I, I don't, I'm just trying to find a reason why jacuzzi's in the prison. I, I don't know, but it, it ain't going to be there no more messing around with sergeant <laughs> fish. It's going like, to be closed down, right? I don't like being in jacuzzi with a lot of people because, first of all, people are nasty, right? Can you imagine the amount of different bodily fluids and oils and just personal? Oh. It ain't bad because it's boiling and it got bleach. Oh my god! <laughs> it got chlorine in it, so the heat. Do y'all ever notice whenever you get in the jacuzzi, <sighs> it smells like bleach? You yes. know what I mean? So, so it's boiling in the bleach. Because you know. Yeah. Oh. I pass. Listen, if I was an in, well, if I was an inmate and I wasn't being forced to do this, this is a good thing. Great, great way to pass the time while you're in prison. Oh. Okay. The man who won a billion dollar mega millions jackpot is suing the mother of his daughter for telling, allegedly telling their family about the win. He said, Don't tell my mama or my daddy. The lawsuit claims that his child's mother violated an NDA that mandated keeping the win confidential until their daughter's 18th birthday in January 2032. That'd be so hard. Would you sue the mother or father of your child for exposing your jackpot winnings to their family? Q? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially considering the implications of something like this. Like if I, if I won the lottery, I want more people to know. It just... It, it, it invites uh, uh, issues into your life that just don't have to be. Yes, this is bigger than relationship. You have compromised my quality of life. You have compromised my peace. You have now complicated my familial relationships. I, I would abs I, I I would be upset that, yeah, I would want to do something to that person. And if suing is the only option, I definitely do it. Al, what do you think? Mm, I, I I would definitely sue. I don't think it would be compromising a piece more than it is compromising a my safety and security and my privacy. I think and and what we've seen when it comes to big lottery winnings is that people who win big and who show their face and who let people know become targets. And even within your own family, you become a target because who knows? That child may be like, oh, I want my dad's money and go out and, and, and try to put cyanide in his coffee or something. So for me, I definitely would sue her. I definitely would want to keep it quiet. And I think him making this a bigger deal than it is now and we covering it is only going to make it worse for him. Right. Him suing her. Uh, now I really want to know who it is. Yeah. Uh, kind of rub me the wrong way. I totally get if you violate an NDA. I 100% get that. And taking enforcing it, right? You don't want people. And I totally understand wanting to keep your winnings a secret from the majority of people. I don't understand keeping it away from your mother and father. Like if I won the lottery, I would. I don't think I would tell my boyfriend at the time, as opposed to my mom. But I guess that's on there. I, I just wonder what's going on with their family, where he's like, she told his parents. Well, I mean, you got to understand you're you're approaching this from the love and respect that you actually yeah, have. Right. Your yeah. mom. But everybody don't got good mamas. And you then suing the baby mama now. Damn. It, it, it would, don't you think it'd be really hard? Like, I, I get that he had the NDA, but it would be so hard to really keep that. So you just show up all of a sudden with great things. Right. Like, Where do you get that from? And right. then people all... You know, unless unless he made a conscious effort to continue to live the way he was living, which I highly doubt. Right. I it, 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 it's weird because I'm sitting here now fleshing this out in my head, and I'm like, okay, I wouldn't want to tell people I won a lottery. I mean, but three months, y'all gonna know I did something. No way to keep it secret, and, and, and that much money, you do have enough money to like, even if you had to give a few people some stuff, you still good. What is he getting, 480 some million dollars after all, it's all said and done? I don't know, that's just me, I'm a sucker for people though. All right, coming up, find out who's getting their Thanksgiving card revoked. Yo ass. Not me, girl. We'll see you, Shelly, we'll be right back. Team Miracle <laughs>
Welcome back to TGIF. It's uh, Thanksgiving Eve. So I just want to say we are thankful for our production team and all the folks that make it happen behind the scenes. Yeah, for, who's breathing like that? <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you, Brooke, Justin, Joyce, Destiny, Ed, Mikael, Nicole, Successful, Kayla, SP, Stephen Brown, Dart, the yeah. Janitors at Morello Studios. Oh, we Jack said Mikael. Yep. <laughs> The, our internet providers, not Claudia's on. <laughs> hey, I made it through the whole show today. What do you mean? <laughs> but you know what? Uh, one day I wish we could show like the behind the scenes, all the shenanigans that go on in between commercials. Someone definitely sounds like they have sleep apnea, breathing on the mic so hard every single show. Mikael yells, hey, seven. Joyce be chiming in sometimes with the crab legs. Crab legs just, oh, you know what? And, and while we're running down the list, we can't forget James DeBose. This would have never been possible yes. had it not been for James and being open, definitely, 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 definitely. Wish him lots of luck in what he's doing right now in the Black Network. All right, welcome back. Now, in honor of the Thanksgiving holiday, we are going to play the Fox Soul version of Black Heart Revoked, but we are calling it Fox Soul Revoked. All right, let's cue, cue that music. All right, first up, what's the most common question that's asked? During Thanksgiving, A, are you enjoying school? B, when are you getting married? C, are you under the influence? I'm going to say B, when are you getting married? Uh, I'm going to say A, are you enjoying school? I'm going to say B, but they stopped. They gave up asking me. The answer is... When are you getting married? Yeah. All right, which family member is most likely to pray over the food? A, grandma. B, drunk uncle. C, auntie Shirley. B, drunk uncle. <laughs> grandma. Hey, grandma. Grandma. Uh, grandma. Hey. Grandma. All right. Name the cousin who slept with Miles in the film Soul Food. Cousin Felicia, cousin Faith, cousin Ashley. The B. family. Faith. B. B. All right. B, cousin Faith. Cousin Faith. Answer is. Cousin Faith, all right. What's a popular dessert at Thanksgiving? A, red velvet cake. B, pecan pie. C, sweet potato pie. C, I'm going to say, yep, yeah, C, sweet potato pie. Definitely C in my house, too. Let's see. C, sweet potato pie. All right, what do black families normally do once the liquor starts kicking in? A, karaoke. B, watch football. C, Fight with each other. Ooh, my art used to get into big arguments during the holidays. I'm going to say a karaoke. Really? Uh, yeah. when you singing. we love to start singing. Okay. Once the liquor start cutting it, start kicking in. Somebody always gets into an argument. I'm gonna say C. Fight with each other. Let's see what's the answer. Fight with each other. <laughs> All right. What would you consider spaghetti a full? Okay, would you consider spaghetti a full meal or a side dish? A, a full meal, B, a side dish. In my household, it's A, a full meal. Mm. I say B, a side dish. Full meal for me. Let's see. I think in black houses, it is a side dish, though. Yeah. I'm not a spaghetti and fish person. I don't know where y'all got that from. Yeah, as a side dish. I think. All right. All right, that was lots of fun. And I think we still can hold on to our foxhole and our black cards on that one. All right, looks like times are getting hard for everyone, including folks in Toronto, Canada. This story is nuts. It's reported that due to the bad housing market, all right, get this, people in Toronto are now renting the other half of their beds. And some bed spots are going for $600 a month. I don't know if I'm asking the right people here, but would y'all share your bed with a stranger for a monthly fee? Al is smiling <laughs> ear to ear. Al, I gotta that go. That would be a no, not my bed. They can have my sofa, maybe for $690 a month, but not my bed. That's no, that's too close for comfort. But the cost of an average one bedroom is $3,000 a month in Toronto. So shh. What does Q say? <laughs> something ain't something and something ain't something. Paying the bills ain't something. Working honest with it pays the bills. Damn, <laughs> Al. <laughs> I'll mess it up, you know. <laughs> you know what? Um, absolutely. Ugh. You, you know, 
it's a damn shame, like Al said, when a standard roommate situation don't even cut it anymore. People are like, no, come share my room. Just recently, earlier this week, I met a gentleman at the bar who was explaining to me that he broke up with his girlfriend, had to move out. And instead of getting an apartment, he's renting an RV that's in somebody's backyard. And that oh, this wow. person has three RVs set up in his backyard. He said two of the RVs are going for $1,400 a month because they're renovated. Gotcha. The one that he's living in, the guy is only charging him $600 because it ain't got a floor and it ain't got hot water or whatever. But he's like staying uh, for $600 and help fix it. But it's getting hard out here for people. Mm. A few years ago, a girlfriend of mine, she was dating this guy. He would never invite her into the house. Like he would just come to her place. And one time they pulled up in front of his house. She was dropping him off. And he was just dreading letting her in. Anyway, she finally got her way in there. And he told her he was actually renting a walk-in closet in Toluca Lake in California. And he had it all hooked up with a heater and a little fridge. And that's how bad it was. And that was years ago. I'm going to say this. No way in hell I'm going to be um, renting half of my bed. But then again, um, I've really been having a lot of conversations with friends. Like I feel like everyone's trying to do it all on their own. Like people ain't getting married yeah. no more. They like people. I'll do it myself. I don't want. My, I don't want. I want to have a relationship. Why not? Like I think now more than ever, we need two incomes to live a regular life, not even an extravagant yeah. a regular life. Like oh, I and I beg of y'all to just reconsider. You know, old traditional, just get married or jacket. I don't know. All right, before we head to Thanksgiving, we want to send a congratulations to the A and Alabama A and M University band, the Marching Maroon and White. Uh, the first this Thanksgiving, they'll be the first HBCU to band to lead the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm here for the, I know y'all are here for this, right? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. Do y'all have any words for the band? Yes, I hope that I hope that them good white folks that's over the parade didn't put no parameters on them and let them bring all that homecoming black funk. I want the dance girls out there doing the routine. Like I just want full black regalia. <laughs> well, you, you get the, the dance girls were invited and the band will be playing. I think they said 75 seconds or a minute and something. But anyway, I'm very proud of this. And it's good to see HBCUs because, you know, I teach it one leading this this cause. Thumbs up to the director who put in all this hard work. They found out over a year ago and he has been putting this together that whole time. Thumbs up to you. I think it's amazing. I mean, better late than never, but I will take it. It is still a win, and I love it. And I'll be I'll be screwing on my TV with my drinks. All right, y'all. I want to thank uh, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for doing the damn thing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off. We wish you all a very safe and happy Thanksgiving, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, soulmates. Thanksgiving.